Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self-care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with the caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. And welcome to episode nine of Date Yourself Radio. Before we get started with today's episode, I am so excited to let you know that Date Yourself Radio has officially made it to the new and noteworthy list in iTunes. So yay, and thank you so, so much for your support, for your listening, for your reviews, for your subscribes, and just everything that you do to make this community so, so wonderful. And getting onto this list is really big for helping me get the message out about the power of dating yourself to more women like you. So thank you. And I'm also going to take a minute and ask for your help to get the ranks even higher so our community of empowered women can continue to grow. So there's a few easy ways you can do that. First, if you're listening to this episode and haven't subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe. That helps iTunes rankings, but it also makes sure that you never miss an episode and you'll continue to receive uh, weekly dating and relationship inspiration. Second, if you have girlfriends that are, you know, full of one date wonders, as I like to call them, or um, have a lot of dating deja vu, so dating the same guy or having the same relationship over and over and over again, or are just need in a serious uh, dating intervention, please do them a huge favor and share this podcast with them so that they can also subscribe and download the, um, the episodes and get inspiration to date themselves. All right. And finally, 
if you love this show and you listen to it every week, please leave a review. Reviews are huge for iTunes ranking, and it just takes a couple minutes for you to leave a review. And for everyone who re- uh, who leaves a review before March 15th, you'll be entered to win a free 60-minute coaching session with me. So here's just a really quick primer on how to leave a review because unfortunately iTunes does not make it super easy. So open your podcast app on your iPhone or go to iTunes on your computer if you don't have an iPhone and search for Date Yourself Radio. So even if you're already subscribed, you can't go to it from under your podcast tabs. You have to search for it in the search bar and then click kind of like, it's like the home of Date Yourself Radio and you'll see a little tab that says reviews. Tap that and then write a review. And if you're not signed in, you'll have to sign in. Or if you don't have an Apple ID, you'll have to create one really quickly. And from there, select a star rating, enter your title of your review, your username, and then write your review and tap send. So just a couple of notes there. Make sure that you use a unique username. If you use just like your name or something more common, then it'll you'll get an error message that said the username is already taken and everything will erase, including your review, and you'll have to rewrite it. So just use something really unique like your name and a few numbers that nobody else would have guessed or have used. Write your review and then click send. Now, before you click send or submit, take a screenshot of you writing the review and send it to me at hello at veronicagrant.com. And everyone who does this before March 15th will be entered to win a free 60-minute coaching session um, with me. So this is perfect if you have a situationship. I had to make up that word. Actually, one of my clients did, which I love. So if you have a situationship you want, um, you want my take on, or if you can't seem to get yourself back out there, or you keep attracting all the wrong, wrong guys, I can definitely help you get to the bottom of it in just 60 minutes. And if you leave a review, it's a way for you to have a free opportunity for me to help you. All right. Thank you again so much for listening. And I love and adore all of my subscribers. And if you're not part of our official community on Facebook, please go to veronicagrant.com forward slash community and join us there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have today's guest on Date Yourself Radio. Laria Mean is a career coach and fellow podcaster, which I'm super excited about. But what she really does is help millennials find career paths they love. Her podcast, the Say Yes podcast, is all about saying yes to life and getting out of your box. And I'm so excited to have her on the show today because I find a lot of women in this date yourself community have trouble getting out of their box um, when it comes to dating. And whatever your box looks like, we like to hang out in there. So we fall in love with the same dating patterns. We fall in love with the same men over and over again, even though we know those dating patterns and those guys aren't really working for us. And we know that's ultimately not what we want. But I find that a lot of women stay there because to some extent, those patterns and those same guys we're dating over and over again feel safe and comfortable because it's familiar. And today, Laura is going to help us get out of the box and out of that comfort zone so we can open up ourselves to the right relationship. All right, without further ado, hello and welcome to the show, Laura. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's just start. Um, Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came about this idea of saying yes and getting out of your comfort zone? 
Yeah. So I am a career coach based in New York City. Um, but my main thing is I've learned how to say yes outside of my comfort zone. And it all came down to therapy. I've been in therapy for as long as I've been living in New York City, so almost 10 years. And one of the things that my therapist had told me over time, and not just one therapy, quite a few other therapists have told me the same thing, was that even though I was living in my comfort zone of going to work, doing watching Netflix, going to the gym and whatnot. There was something about life outside of it. I needed to find who I was, what I wanted, who would I want to be. And that happened when I was stepping outside of my comfort zone by saying yes to different things. So in the say yes process, I've said yes to burlesque. I've said yes to go speed dating. I've said yes to painting classes, to knitting, to different activities, different things that were outside of my comfort zone that allowed me to, to discover who I was. Yeah, that's awesome. I, and I think a lot of women, especially in this community, can relate to kind of the mundaneness of the nine to five and then after work, usually doing one of three things, either um, going to the gym, a happy hour or, you know, going home to watch Netflix or maybe occasionally going on a usually bad date. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely something um, I think a lot of people can relate to. Can you talk a little bit more about Um, How did you start getting out of that comfort zone? I mean, I'm sure it was scary. And there are some times where there's a lot of resistance. Can you share a little bit more about that and that process? Yeah, so I had to start small. I couldn't do the big stuff like burlesque or even going to a painting class by myself. Like it started really small by saying yes to um, when it came to the gym to start saying yes to going to a dance class or Mm -hmm. to saying yes to, um, you know, to staying outside of work and meeting a friend over. So Mm -hmm. I started to say yes to little things. I started to invite friends over to help me do it with me. So I wanted to try out a new class. I just invited a friend and say, you know what, do you want? to do this with me or I'll see a coupon or group um, especially in Groupon at the time I was like you know this is something that seems like a neat experience but I don't want to do this by myself so I'll invite someone over to do it it started small started just basically bite-sized one event time It, it didn't happen overnight it was just a process of it yeah definitely and how long would you say that process was for you until you got more comfortable being outside of your comfort zone um, I think it took a, it took years, but it really, when I think about it, it took a few months. It was like a few weeks of just doing it one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So it would be one, one thing per week. So I had something to share to my therapist going back and say, Hey, I did this, um, okay. per week. And so then it started to add on as I did it more and more, I started feeling more confident about it. Then I just started to do it more about it. So it just, it, one thing begets the other begets. That's awesome. And there's a few ways I want to things or things I want to ask you. Um, let's start. You just, you mentioned speed dating, um, very briefly. (laughs) Obviously (laughs) I'm going to be curious about that. I'm a dating coach and a lot of women come to me for dating. So, um, tell us about speed dating. What was that like? Was it cool? Was it fun? Did you meet anyone? Um, what was it like? It was a lot of fun. So the first time I did it, I was scared to pieces. I, mm-hmm. I'm actually afraid of dating. So it was definitely one of those things where I was afraid of doing it and push, putting myself in a place where I had to do it 20 times. It was definitely, uh-huh. you know, gets through the comfort zone. Um, so the first time I did it, I attended the event by myself. I didn't go with anyone. 
I picked up a drink, so I had something, some some liquid courage to just go through it. Um, and at the beginning, you get used to just basically it's about three minute dates, so they're really short. Um, and you just basically go into the very introduction, saying who you are, what do you do, and where what you're looking for. So you start to do it more and more, and it just gets easier every time. So I ended up meeting someone that first time, and I really had a lot of fun. I went on a date, so I definitely was able to make the money back, quote unquote, of the experience. Um, I ended up doing it again. This time around, I did it with 50 first dates. So it definitely pushed that comfort zone a little bit further. Um, that time, I ended up meeting other girls, so which was an interesting because I was not was not expecting to meet to I was expecting to meet a guy, but then I just met up with other girls who were potentially, you know, girlfriends to go hang out with and go out for more dating experiences. So. I found it as a useful experience to do it. If you're scared mm-hmm. of dating, yeah. it's fun to do it. And it's, if you're tired of online dating and you're just like, I'm not really seeing anything, just going on a speed date is basically you go on 20 first dates and yeah. one round. And then you just like, you you feel you accomplished something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I know a lot of the, the women in my community, um, they have very demanding jobs. And so they don't necessarily want to spend a whole evening on one guy, if after like 10 minutes, they just can kind of realize, eh, this guy's not really for me. Yeah. Um, so this seems to be a really good use of time, if nothing else. Um, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I, um, I've never speed dated. I'm in a relationship now, so I probably won't be speed dating anytime soon, but, um, definitely something to consider, especially for a time crunch for people just looking for something different to do. Um, I love that. Yeah. Um, I mean- Basically, you basically similar to Tinder in that way where you both have to like each other in order to get a match. So, Uh, okay, cool. You both have to put yourself in the same, same locations. Like I like this person, I like this person. Then they send you the email. So, Uh, so there's, you can still connect with the person outside because there after that, you'll have time to go for drinks person there. And maybe you have the initial, you know, I like you, here's my phone number, whatnot. But there's also that layer you both have to like each other and then the service will send you the contact oh that's so cool okay so it's not just like shoot you know like um shooting something in the dark like there's actually you know some way that they try to match you up based on similar interests or values things like that yep cool that is so cool um Awesome. So, okay. Other than just, you know, trying speed dating, um, what are other ways that women can get out of their comfort zone, especially as it relates to dating and putting yourself out there um, with obviously the biggest fear, which I think most people have, which is the fear of rejection. What, what are some things that women can do? I think, you know, if you're struggling with the fear of rejection, the first thing you need to do is, you know, accept that rejection is going to happen. It's, it's sometimes it's just God's redirection. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not, it's not about you. It's not personal. Um, no. But I think you start to do things outside of your comfort zone. You start to build in the muscle that if I can do, if I can take this class and I can look like a fool, but I really enjoy doing it, I can apply that to dating. I can apply that to going and talk to someone who I'm interested in or who I find it, mm-hmm. find it saying so it's starting to just build a muscle if you do it from one place you can actually use it for another another experience yeah yeah that's that's really good and so what I feel like you're kind of getting at is by saying yes and doing all of these things outside your comfort zone 
it sounds like, you know, you're, what you're really talking about is confidence and building confidence. And when you're, when you're more confident, then you can deal with rejection better, or at least differently than when you're not feeling very confident. Um, what else is a byproduct, so to speak, um, from saying yes and getting out of your comfort zone? Like what other changes either have you seen in your own life or um, in your clients' lives by saying yes? I've seen it in my life. I've seen that by saying yes to more things in my life, I've been able to really expand my palate. Mm-hmm. So I, I have something to, I have something to share. So I don't, when I go on a date, I don't feel like I have to say, well, I just go shopping. This mm-hmm. is what I do in my life. I go shopping. I watch Netflix and, you know, I go to work. I have something of substance to say, like, you know, whether as I started a podcast and here's what I'm learning from a podcast or I'm trying, learning how to knit a scarf. And this is what I'm gaining from doing that repetitive action over and over. Um, I have something to really share. Um, I think the other part is that I've been able to be open to new experiences because if I was staying in my comfort zone of just doing the same things over and over, there's something to be said about like that I would miss out on the things that were available. And I live in a city that never sleeps. And I, Mm -hmm. for a long time, I didn't take advantage of all the opportunities that are out there. I'm now taking advantage of them and I'm able to really experience a bigger life that I wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. I love that so much. And one thing that you said that really stuck out to me is when you go on a date, you have something to share. And this is something that actually I teach to my clients in that instead of thinking about what can you get from the relationship? So can you get your happiness or your sense of adventure or even your love from the relationship or from the guy? What can you bring to the table? So it sounds like you're bringing all of these experiences and love for other things in your life to the table. Um, yeah. And I'm just curious, like, have you noticed a difference in how guys react to that versus, you know, when they feel like you're just getting something from them versus when you're actually bringing something to the table and sharing something? What's the difference that you've seen? I feel like the sense of excitement. They're mm-hmm. like, they can share that excitement because I'm excited about it. Yeah. They can actually, it's something of substance that it's not, that it's, they have questions to ask. They have, that it's something that it's not just, oh, I'm hearing the same story over and over. I'm actually hearing this person actually, it's a, it's a whole person that has different interests and different values yeah. and just being able to share that and just having the person come and ask me like, how did that go? And how was that experience? Like, are you really, you're, you're crazy. You're trying to do it, but it's really <laughs> exciting to do it. Um, that helps kind of like, it, it also boosts my own confidence because I feel confident about like, I can share about this experience and I don't feel, I don't feel ashamed of it at yeah. all. Yeah. So it's just it's like it's just something that they can like even more about you when you can share all these things about yourself. Yeah. Um okay, just one more question about um getting out of your comfort zone, at least with and let's just talk about not just at dating relationships, but just in general. So um you talk a lot about saying yes. Um and I actually, funny enough, I had a client in 2015 and she said 2015 was the year she was gonna say yes, but it actually ended up for her leading to burnout um, and not having any time for herself and to take care of just kind of the things that need to get done, like cleaning her house or sleeping. (laughs) Um, So what is the balance between saying yes to life and avoiding burnout and basically still just getting your shit done? I think it's a balance. You're Mm -hmm. really walking a fine line. I think there's, there's some, there's a space to say yes to different things. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a 
space to say yes to take care of yourself. And it's mm-hmm. just as important as self-care, whether it's taking care of your home, taking care of, you know, making sure you eat the healthy meal, making sure you move your body, like those things are important. And so being able to balance them all, it's mm-hmm. a fine line that you get to walk every day. I don't, I don't try to do a new thing every day. I yeah love to, but I don't have the time for it. So realistically for me, what it looks like it's once a week or once a month, but for you, it may look like, you know, once a month is the only, the only space that I have available, Mm -hmm. then that's okay. So it's not saying yes to everything. You also have to say no to a lot of things too. So what I've learned is that, you know, I had to practice saying no to a lot to mm, the things good. that drain me, things that were not, things that were not in alignment, because sometimes you're just saying yes to everything that you're just basically losing yourself. So being able to say yes to the things that matter for you and things mm. that are important, then things that are important that needs to be taken care of. And then learning how to say no to a lot of other things too. Yeah. I've, I've heard a quote once that says, um, by saying saying no to other things or other people, you actually say yes to yourself. So in some ways, we're still saying yes. Um, how how do you know like when what you should say no to and what you should say yes to, and and how do you deal with the guilt of saying or potential guilt of saying no? I you know the guilt is part of it. You just learn to accept it. Like it's just going to happen. You're gonna it, the more you say no to, the less guilt you'll feel. Mm-hmm. So it's just a practice there. Just building a muscle, okay. Just building a muscle. But I think when you, you learn to say no, like for me, my rubric is if it doesn't feel like a hell yes, if it doesn't feel like I'm fully committed to it, then I'm probably, it's a no for me. Oh, um, I love, 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 love that. <laughs> other times it's like, it's going to drain me. It's going to take too much time of my energy that I don't have to give. Then I, that's probably a no. So I had to check in with myself, like, well, how does that feel and how does it, is it something in alignment? Is it something that I'm going to feel like, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can say yes to things and then you realize this is a no. You mm-hmm. can always know that. You can always mm-hmm. say, you know what, this is not right for me. Like I thought I wanted to go to grad school and I had to, you know, I realized that was a big decision to say yes to. And I thought that was all in. And then I realized a few months later that it was not the right decision for me. And so I had to learn to say no to it too. Mm-hmm. So just because it feels like the right thing at the time, you may change your mind. And so accepting that you may change your mind. So you probably may say no. Got it. I love that. And so much of what you just said is exactly what I teach my clients. Um, I, a lot of the women that I work with, they, um, you know, I'm like, okay, they go on a date and I'm like, oh, did you like him? Like, do you want to see him again? They're like, well, you know, there wasn't that much there, but you know, I don't really want to say no. So what I'm just, I'm like, is it a hell yes or is it a no? And so I love that you've said that because that's something that I teach, um, in, uh, in dating. So, so super awesome. Um, I want to switch gears for a, just for a moment, because I know that you also are a career coach and help um, millennials find work that they are uh, passionate about, um, but also pays them money. And I can mm-hmm. definitely relate to that in my um, prior jobs. It was usually like I had one or the other, but not both in the same job until, well, really until I created this business. Um, but I'm just kind of curious, like, what is your you know, what's the one thing you say to that? What's your number one piece of advice that you usually give for people who just aren't really feeling their job right now? They just kind of hate the nine to five mundaneness. 
You know, it's one of the first things you have to do is accept that where that's where you are. I think mm-hmm. you you're so stuck in the I hate this job. I can't believe I'm here. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. That fight, that doesn't help the situation. Um, if you stop fighting it, you start accepting that that's where you are right now. Then it creates the room for potentially maybe you want to go back to graduate school or maybe you want to go get another job. So start mm-hmm. opening the idea of job searching um, from a place that you're not repeating the same job because yeah. I think sometimes you, you jump from job to job and you find the same thing over and over. Mm. Um, it's not the job. It's actually you who's, who's creating this experience over and over. Oh, sounds familiar what I say in relationships. Keep going. <laughs> so, so in a way, you have to kind of like accept it that that's where you are. Embrace the things that are good about it. Embrace the things that are not so good about it. And identifying what are things you want to change and how you can make those changes yourself. Because, mm. you know, a lot of times you want to blame it on the job, but the job is a job. It's not it's not supposed to be your end-all, be-all, your source mm-hmm. of happiness, your source of everything. Your job is, is it's a place where you go, you work, you get paid for doing the work, and then you live a life, you know? Yeah. So... Just really walking through that process of what can you change and how you can create a next experience to be more in alignment with what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know, especially in our generation, there is this idea of our our jobs have to be like our not just our livelihood, but also just our passion. Everything that we care about in the world has to be in a job. And there's not nothing, anything wrong with that. But if our job isn't like that, then I see a lot of disenchantment and disappointment, um, with, especially within our generation. Um, what, like, how can, how can people, um, begin to figure out what it is that they really want to do. I mean, for me, for example, I thought I wanted to do international work and um, work in the political world. And so that's what I studied. And I studied for a long time and got a master's in it. And it only took me a, a few years to figure out that was not what I wanted to do. And then a few more years to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. But how, what do you tell people when they want to change gears, but they don't really know what they want to change to? I think it's just taking some time to do some soul searching, you know, Mm -hmm. to identifying what exactly are the qualities that you like about the current job. Mm -hmm. Because you start with what you like, and then you also start with what you don't like about it. So you start Mm -hmm. defining where you are right now. And then from there, you start to identifying what are the things that excite you? What are the things that are that are easy to do for you? And because each person has their own secret sauce and each you know, their own easy way to do things. Mm-hmm. So to identify and honing in, maybe starting a business is something that you're excited about. Maybe not. Maybe you want to do a full career transition and go into mm-hmm. a different field. Yeah. So starting to identifying how that, how you can bridge that gap to make that happen. Um, and then understanding that it is not a one-time thing. This is not a one, you know, one morning I suddenly woke up and I have this great idea. This is, this is not an overnight process. This actually takes some time. And so it's going to take, it's going to take some time to just identify and little by little, the pieces, the clues that are out there. Um, but it's a process. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, when I knew I wanted to start a business, I was, a world away from being a dating coach. Even a year ago, there, I have no, I, I, 
the idea of being a dating coach was like not in my head. I was a health coach and yoga teacher. Um, so I can completely relate to just allowing it to take time and to, and for it to organically happen. Um, do you recommend people to take some sort of like assessment? Like I've taken the strength finders test and the, how to fascinate. Um, yep. Do you recommend that test? And if, and if, and if so, do you have other tests people recommend or you recommend people to, kind of figure out what they're good at, what makes them unique? I do. I recommend like to give it a try. Like mm-hmm. the task can help you kind of give you some clues and some insights of what yeah. you're looking. Um, the strengths finder is really helpful, especially when you're looking at a new job. Mm-hmm. What strengths are your key strengths? Because they're gonna they're gonna be asking you those questions. So you might as well know them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, definitely. Have have a vocabulary to share. But I think, you know, also taking time to do some writing, taking time to do some journaling, taking mm-hmm. time to do some dreaming, you know, really identifying what exactly excites you. What yeah. do you want to do? What what feels that it's your life purpose? And if you don't know what your life purpose is, I don't know my life purpose, you know, right now, and that's okay. Um, but understanding what feels exciting to do, what feels yeah. like where you want to create more. Um, that it's a, that gives you clues of where you want to go next. Yeah. I love that. And the whole idea of like, what's my life purpose? I mean, I don't know. I mean, right now I'm a dating and relationship coach, but five years from now, who knows? I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. So I definitely like just figuring out what makes you excited and what you're good at and just, um, focusing on that rather than like the big question of what's my life purpose. Um, cause that's, mm-hmm. it's kind of akin to, um, how I help my client, I'm like, stop looking for your soulmate. Stop even believing in soulmates because <laughs> you're just setting yourself up for so much failure. And I think if you're like trying to figure out your, your one life purpose, then, um, then I think it's kind of the same thing, just setting yourself up for constant um, disappointment and failure. So I really, really, um, love that. Um, another question. And, um, I just, I'm curious to hear about the connection between, job satisfaction, career, and personal relationships. I know that a lot of the women in my community, um, you know, think, okay, let me get my career, you know, all set up. Let me get, you know, start making money, get successful. And then I will start focusing on my personal goals, my personal relationships. But I know that you suggest doing the reverse. So I'm just, I'm just curious if you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think sometimes we wait because we put so much attention on the career stuff and how mm-hmm. we have to do it perfectly and we need to get it best. The reality is that what makes us fulfill, what makes us feel good about ourselves is the relationships. It's the, it's the mm-hmm. things outside of our work. It's the things that are outside of our control. Um, so our date, focusing our dating life is actually not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. You're providing something, you're providing substance into the relationship, but also providing substance to your career. You're not making your career your end-all, be-all soulmate. Mm-hmm. You're making your career just something that you do um, mm-hmm. that helps you continue to grow professionally and personally, but it's not the whole thing, the whole shebang. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, I mean, for me, and I know a lot of the women in my community were just... Um, you know, I'm I'm never going to be one that won't work. Even if, you know, I win the lottery and have a bazillion dollars, I will still feel like I need to do something and have some sort of um, business and job. Um, but I think a lot of people, including myself, you know, identified ourselves through our career and our business. And it definitely takes some work to have some separation and some boundaries around that. So I really, I really love just kind of seeing the whole picture and the holistic view of it. Um 
I love that. All right. So my last question for you, Laura, that I ask all of my guests on this show is what is your favorite way to treat yourself? So my favorite way, and I've been actually in between jobs, which has been amazing, Mm -hmm. um, has been I do two things. So I actually go get my coffee outside of my home Mm -hmm. and I spend time writing the morning pages, just getting myself just to get writing, you know, writing my thoughts out loud there. So that helps me feeling just getting grounded. Mm-hmm. And then my other treat has been going to fitness classes. And I've been actually in a, we would explore fitness classes, not just going to the same class over and over. I've been going to dance classes, to bar classes, to spin. So really enjoying like a little bit of moving my body in different yeah, ways. That's awesome. I love that. And um, you referenced morning pages. And for those who don't know what morning pages is, it's um, I can't remember the woman's name who came up with it, but I'll link to it in the show notes as well as the other um, the strength finders and how to fascinate test just so that um, you all can check those out and see what we're talking about and also take the test um, if you feel like you just want to get more um, in tune with who you are and what your strengths are and how you fascinate people. All right, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I love this conversation and I know that it's going to be so insightful for my community. So I just can't thank you enough. And um, yeah, that's it. We're going to wrap this up. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Date Yourself Radio. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at veronicagrant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.